0: I don't think I've ever run a Black Friday sale that was like a complete flop, simply because if you have a good offer and you have, you know, any sort of an organic reach as well, like there are going to be people that were are reaching that like, don't open your emails, you know, email opens are at a decline consistently.
1: You're listening to the Stuff Marketers Say podcast. Be sure to download now. The price increases to nine ninety seven dollars starting tomorrow from start to scale and beyond.
2: Thank you. I mean, Ryan really setting the tone here for Can't the- Can't beat that intro. <laughs> But for everybody listening at home, this is our, what, third annual till retreat? Not annual, semi-annual. I think we try to do it twice a year.
1: Yeah. Yeah, Somewhere around there.
2: Yeah, third or fourth. Anyways, Settlers of Catan is a big part of the retreat. As Ryan had mentioned, he is in the lead. We're not actually including that part in the podcast. Oh, we absolutely are. (laughs) But anyways, whether we are or not, just to recap, so people can be left guessing at what... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> what we're talking about here. Just so people know, though, uh, Ryan is in the lead with 48 points. I have 47 points. And Jesse has. It's, been, it's uh, been a rough weekend for me. Yeah, it really has been. And so, for how we do this, is that we're keeping track of cumulative points, also games won as well. So, I'm not sure who has the most games won, but it's probably pretty close
1: between me and you, Ryan. I think you got me. All right. All can right. Concede it for now. But
2: anyways, this is how we determine CEO. Anyways, we won't spend too much time here. We're going to move on and we're going to talk about Black Friday. That is quickly approaching. And honestly, if you're thinking about Black Friday, or if you're just starting to think about Black Friday, then it's probably a little bit on the late side.
1: Not too late, but you're getting there.
2: Yeah. So Black Friday, as everybody knows, starts earlier and earlier every year. And so this is really something that you want to be thinking about early in the year, but then certainly by you know, July or August before fall rolls around in September. For planning purposes,
0: not so you can start your Black Friday sale in July.
2: Yeah, exactly. That That's a little excessive. But for planning purposes, for sure, just to make sure that you have everything in place. We ask all of our clients to have their Black Friday stuff to us by the middle of October at the very latest so that we have time to have everything together from an ad's perspective for them whenever their their Black Friday sales run.
1: Yep. Never want to be caught scrambling, especially around your biggest sale of the year, but might still happen in a few cases.
2: Yeah. As you can imagine for advertising agency, busiest time of the year. We'll always be there for you. <laughs> yeah. So how we're going to do this Black Friday episode is we actually sourced a bunch of questions from people. So we're going to do this. We're going to knock this out Q&A style, and we're just going to go through some of these questions. A lot of them can be kind of lumped into the same category. So I think a good place to start would just be timing of Black Friday. So, back at some point, Black Friday was just Black Friday, just the Friday after Thanksgiving. Now we see Black Friday sales starting earlier and earlier. So, uh, what are y'all's opinion on when a Black Friday sale or campaign should start?
0: I'm I'm kind of indifferent to that. I think that as long as you're doing a Black Friday sale, uh, it's going to depend on just like your preference in your business model. I think that people that do like a Black Friday to Cyber Monday sale, you're putting kind of all your eggs in one basket for that weekend, uh, which is great, especially for organic traffic. For ads, i like to see that sale go a little bit longer. That way you have some time to get some data and and really decide if you want to like Double down on some of your results, but you know we've seen great results for clients as well across you know just a Black Friday to Cyber Monday. Just knowing that we have this budget, we're going to spend this budget. Especially if they have historical data on Black Friday, if they don't have the historical data or they don't have an proven offer for Black Friday, stretching that out a little bit longer can be helpful. But then again, if you have a good offer it's a good offer and it's probably going to convert. People are in that mentality where they're ready to pull the trigger really at any given time. So I'm not a huge fan of doing like a month long black Friday sale, especially for a brand that doesn't want to, or is a little bit more conscious of not wanting to cheap quote unquote cheap in their brand by offering a big discount for a long period of time. But all of them can work just a matter of how it kind of pertains to their, their brand and how they feel about offering a big discount like that for a longer period of time. Mm.
1: Yeah, I think if you were going to throw a a standard on it, it would be for at least that week of leading up to Black Friday all the way through Cyber Monday from an ads perspective. But again, organic traffic, I think you can treat that a little bit differently. But if you're just looking at it from an advertising standpoint, it's good to give the algorithm time to learn, time to get your ads up and running. So that Friday or that Monday, the weekend before Thanksgiving, it's a good target date.
2: Yeah, and I would say occasionally we have thinking about last year maybe a company or two who's never run ads before and in that case I'd say we definitely want ads up but the earlier the better just in case we run into any issues just getting ads approved or you know whatever just because it is the, f- the first go around for them so yeah
0: that's a great point during that time period facebook's uh, approval process is going to be inundated with a ton of like, you know, sketchy people trying to get, sneak things through. And so they, you know, that, that approval process could be a lot longer. So that's a great point.
2: Yeah. And we're going to see our most expensive results typically around, you know, those three or four days that are closest to Thanksgiving. Yeah. So getting started earlier, better. And I would say that no one really cares if you start your sale earlier, if you're two weeks in or a week into, to Thanksgiving, or I'm sorry, not Thanksgiving, but November and you're starting a sale, it's not like people, I don't think we've ever seen somebody complain about a sale.
0: People may gripe about it in the sense of like, let Thanksgiving be Thanksgiving, let Christmas be Christmas, but they're still buying stuff. Like it's still a good deal. So (laughs) never is anyone like, oh, I can't believe I just got 50% off this product that I've been having my eye on for a year. But man, I hate this company for having a Black Friday sale early.
1: Yeah, exactly, exactly. Let the data speak for itself. If it works, it works. Let's do it. Yeah, for sure. And I think that, There are companies that
2: really stick to that Black Friday to Cyber Monday sale, and I don't think that they're missing out on anything by not doing it earlier. I think there's a couple companies that come to mind that do a really good job of telling people, hey, we're doing a sale, this is coming, this is when the doors open for that sale, and this is when that sale is going to end. And they still get maximum impact just over maybe that three or four days from Black Friday to Cyber Monday. Anyways, let's move on then talking about, let's see, we talked about when to, wh- when to begin pr- uh, promoting the sale. Uh, this is a good question. And this is going to tie into another episode that we're actually recording to get today while we're all together, which is how much should I expect to spend on Facebook ads during a Black Friday sale, Cyber Monday sale? And we're just going to kind of lump all of that together.
1: You now, as far as specific budget numbers, that's going to be unique to everyone's situation. Black Friday is a big deal because the... Customer intent is really high. People are looking to purchase, looking to buy. So if you have the money and you're looking to spend it, now's the time to do it. Typically, we usually see ad cost go up, but those are offset even more so by, again, that customer intent. So throw a specific number at it. Can't really give that to you, but I would allocate as much budget as you can towards this time of the year. Yeah, for sure. I
2: mean, if for people, especially who are just getting started what would you say the minimum amount is per day?
1: Yeah, I mean, we love to see people spend at least 50 a day. That's kind of our our floor to be able to test anything. But again, if you can spend more this time of the year, that would be the time to do it.
2: Yeah, so if you've never run ads before, especially this time of year, just results being more expensive in general, dedicating anything less than $50, $50 a day is probably useless.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, you're looking at like, the strength of Facebook as well. You want to look at like this is your opportunity to get in front of a ton of people when they're ready to buy. Um, and if you're you know spending ten bucks a day for three days, okay, you may make a couple purchases, but it's not really going to move the needle any significant amount. And so you know if you're going to take this as opportunity to get in front of more people, like take the opportunity to do it. Kind of use the organic side of your business to kind of hedge your bets a little bit. But I don't think I've ever run a Black Friday sale that was like a complete flop simply because. If you have a good offer and you have you know any sort of an organic reach as well, like there are going to be people that we're reaching that like don't open your emails. You know, email opens are at a decline consistently, and so just another another opportunity to get in front of you and just your warm audiences as much as possible. So there's a lot of opportunity there that even at fifty bucks a day, there's
2: potential that you're not even going to touch your whole warm audience. So if you have more questions about that, you should go check out our episode on scale, which will be releasing at the same time as we release this episode. So more around spending in that episode. So check that out. Another good question, I think, is basically how much a discount should be. And I, I don't think this person's looking for a specific number, but I think the the, the question is, OK, well, if I don't want to do I do I have to offer a massive discount for this to be successful? And my guess is it's going to be based on brand, right? So if you're a luxury level brand and you've never, or you don't want to maybe, or you're just not the type of brand that's that's offering discounts. So maybe what can you do so that you're not diluting your brand or doing something that really isn't, I don't know, or goes against your brand guidelines. And then also, you know, just that question around discount, does it have to be massive discount for you to see results? I think one piece that
0: comes down to is like how big is the barrier to entry for someone, that barrier, the obstacle for them to purchase your products? If it's a really above a hundred, hundred, you know, a couple hundred bucks for that product and, you know, not offering a huge discount, it's not something that's like an a, a impulse buy, for example, giving someone 10% off may not be enough incentive for them to pull off their credit card and make that purchase right then and there. And so that's something you have to think about as well as, is, you know, if it's a, 10% discount, you may get someone who's already been thinking about buying your product to you know get out and make that purchase, but you're not necessarily me getting new people who've never heard of your product before, never heard of your brand before for a 10% off to be like, oh, I saw this ad, I'm going to interrupt my day pull out my credit card and make this purchase right now because it's just not enough incentive to get them to do that. So that's something you have to think about. If you're a brand that like has a huge audience, you have people that are buying your product organically all the time and you never offer discounts, sometimes like that warm audience is just waiting for that 10% off. There's a, a handful of brands that do that really well. But if that's not something that you feel like you have this people that are just kind of chomping at the bit for that product, then you know, you may want to consider a little bit of a bigger discount or figure out another way to incentivize, whether that's like free shipping or bundling with other products that you have, or kind of like increasing the perceived value of whatever it is that you're offering. But in general, I think the bigger that discount, the bigger the incentive that you're giving people to buy right then and there, the more successful, at least purchase-wise, like in, in purchase count, your sale is going to be.
1: Yeah. And I think you hit hit on this, but I think it's all relative to your other sales that you have ongoing throughout the year. So, if you're doing 10% all year, 10% is probably not going to push the needle on Black Friday, but maybe 20% will. So, yeah, it's all relative to to the remainder of your year. Yeah. And
2: I think that people are looking for a sale. I mean, people want to... I think most people, even if they they say they're not going to buy anything during that time period, if they see a, a sale that's good enough, they're going to purchase. So they're anticipating large savings. I would say that too, if you are more of a luxury level service provider, let's say, and you're thinking about doing a Black Friday sale, you know, one thing that you have to think about too is just scale in general. If you're shooting 15 weddings a year, let's say you're a wedding photographer, do you really need to run a Black Friday sale to book 15 clients? Probably not. You know, So while this might be a time period where people are thinking about purchasing, you probably don't need to run a sale for your business in order to fill those 15 slots the following year. But maybe doing something where people get an extra service instead of a discount is a way to bridge that gap between feeling like, okay, well, I don't want to go the discount route because it's going to maybe discount my brand or it doesn't jive with my brand, but still being able to take take advantage of that holiday timeline. Totally. Cool. So moving on other questions, a lot of the questions are around how early I should start promoting products. I think telling people just in general, just kind of thinking out loud that a sale is coming is certainly, I mean, I guess um, it can build hype without having, you know, you having to launch your, your sale November 1st, let's say what kind of promotion is most effective uh, or most productive. See a couple of questions around that. Do we have any thoughts on, on that? I mean, I'm a big fan of just keeping it simple.
0: You know, just figure out what percentage off works, offer the percentage off and you know, hit it hard. And, you know, if you again, if it's testing a new offer, uh, that's where getting a little bit more time in, you know, whether that's the week of uh or potentially two weeks, you know, where you can really test that offer. And if it's something that like, man, no one's purchasing, all right. Well, let's bump that offer up and see if we can move, you know, some products or, or get some people jumping in uh at, you know, whatever offer you have. So, you know, in general. I think there are sometimes people that like, it's you get this and you get free shipping and you get this extra product. And it's kind of turns into fluff because it's not something that people really want, you know, as business owners, we think like, Oh yeah, this is going to be the best offer. And like, you really have to sit back and think like, Hey, is this something that one people actually want? And two, like does it really add the value that you think is going to get someone to, again, All comes come down to incentivizing that offer and giving them enough reason to pull the trigger. I think that when you have to, you know, making a decision between just a straight discount and something that's going to be a little bit more involved. You really have to answer those questions and weigh those questions to figure out, is it really worth putting in all that work or or complicating the offer when it could have just been a 30% off offer and it would have done great as opposed to adding all this extra stuff.
1: And that's where you can always test two of them too. or more. If you feel like you can't narrow it down to the best offer that you want to give, you've got two of them. Facebook certainly has those tools built in to be able to test that. And most platforms do to do some form of a split test. Probably a That's good a, point. a good opportunity,
2: or you know, throughout the year, and this is why maybe you think of you start thinking about Black Friday earlier than than later, is because you can test some of those offers earlier in the year, maybe at a smaller scale. You know, like if you're trying to test a Bogo versus just straight per- percentage discount. I think off of that question, another interesting question is how to stay profitable while offering discounts. I think it's a good opportunity to talk about things like cart value optimization and different ways that. Yes, you might get somebody in the door with maybe a lower priced product or a product that's on sale, but then at checkout, trying to increase the cart value through a well-placed upsell or bump offer. Yeah,
0: that's a huge opportunity. I think a lot of people miss out on Black Friday, even just adding a simple upsell. That's not necessarily even like a great like fit for the, you know, it's not like a logical next step for someone buying one product. Just even if 10% of people buy it, that can increase... Especially from a paid from a paid out um, perspective, you're already paying for the customer. You might as well try to maximize that as much as possible. That's just straight money in your pocket. That's a great opportunity with with an upsell. Also, like thinking through which products you're you're really pushing on the ad can play into that as well. If you have a product that does really well throughout the year um it has a very high average cart value because people add where there's multiple of that item, or they go on to purchase other items, other similar items, or things that bundle well together. That's a huge opportunity for you to you know, offer a crazy steep discount, even like a 50% more on this one product if you know that a lot of people add on to that product or it's a really good complement to you can bundle it with other products as well.
1: Yeah. And maybe they're not making that additional purchase on Black Friday. Maybe it's a holiday sale that you've got coming up. Well, now you've already acquired that customer and you can remarket to them for free over the holidays. So it's knowing your, your long-term numbers to your lifetime value of your customer's That'll all impact what you can and should spend during Black Friday.
2: Yeah, yeah, that's a, that's a really good point. And I think another question along those same lines, moving into email marketing during that time, and, and one of the questions being, how should email marketing play into your sale? And basically, how often should you be sending emails during this time in particular?
0: I'm probably a little bit more like uh, send is send, like just send them. <laughs> people can ignore them. You're going to get people opting out during Black Friday the more that you send, but it's not going to be nearly as high as you know what you potentially think. People are expecting emails. Your open rates in Black Friday, you know that time period, will never be higher for a lot of people. People want to hear the offer. You have a really good reason to get be be sending those emails. So it's not like they feel like they're getting bothered because they're expecting it. And so you know, I would say raise your threshold for how much you think people are willing to read your emails or or be okay, you know, getting your emails at least. But as far as frequency goes, some of again, some of this depends on like, you know, if you haven't emailed your list in a year and then you send 10 emails on, on black Friday one, you're going to end up in spam for sure. So like, planning ahead. And, you know, if you haven't sent in a while starting, you know, whether it's like a nurture sequence or some sort of re-engagement sequence leading up to that to set yourself up to actually land in their inbox on Black Friday, uh, can be helpful. But, you know, as far as frequency goes, I think Davey, uh, you're probably the best to answer that question.
2: Oh, I, you know, I don't know. I, I probably agree with you in the most part, you know, first of all, if you haven't sent a single email and then you're going to send 10 in a row great way to end up just destroying your sender reputation. So telling people like, yeah, you definitely want to warm up your list again, but people are on your list because they opted into something, you know? And I think that it, it's just the the weirdest thing where people are like, well, I just want to make sure that everybody's happy. It's like, if somebody's not, if somebody doesn't want to receive your emails anymore, they're going to unsubscribe and it's simple for them, or it should be simple for them to do so. So I say, send it during that time period, especially if you're doing a very specific targeted launch, like let's say you are, you are running a sale from Friday to Monday, and that is the sale, then sending emails just like you would in a, in a, like launching a product makes a ton of sense. You know, if you're running a sale for the entire month of November then maybe sending multiple emails a day or even one email a day for the entire month of of November or December or whenever that just doesn't make a ton of sense. Right. So, but people are going to unsubscribe. You know, I think people treat it as if like they're barging into people's homes, yelling like, Hey, my products on sale, you know, or whatever. And that's just not the case. Like people can manage their inbox. I think more and more people have a newsletter specific inbox. Oh yeah. You know, I mean like I love getting emails, but I just make sure that all those newsletters, all those emails, uh, like lists that I'm signed up for, go to my quote unquote junk email. But it's not even really a junk email because I check it.
0: Yeah. I think one thing too that's important to remember is if someone's going to unsubscribe when you're offering 50% off the product that they signed up to learn more about, sure, they're probably never going to buy your product. Yeah. So it's, you know, you're kind of thinking of it as a way to trim the fat a little bit as well, which isn't a bad thing ever.
2: Yeah. Ryan, uh, I think this question is for you. We had this conversation a little bit yesterday. Would this be a good time to launch a new product? Answer carefully. <laughs> <laughs> depends <laughs> <laughs> there may or may not yeah, there may or may not be a new product coming from us uh, around Black Friday, and so we had a little bit of a debate yesterday as to you know whether Good Friday or good Friday Black Friday is a good time to launch a new product or not.
1: I think if you're a a new business trying to launch a new product on black Friday, you might run into some challenges just because there's so many other unknowns that you've got to figure out in addition to your offer and your sale and the timing of everything around black Friday. So I don't think it's insurmountable. If it's a great offer and it makes sense to offer it at this time of the year, then, you know, do it. But I would say ideally you're, you're launching in some capacity before black Friday and then able to just scale up during black Friday.
0: Yeah. If you, you know, have a new product kind of, uh, you know, what Ryan was saying is if it does well, it does well. There's a good chance it could do well. If it doesn't go well, you're not sure if it was the fact that there's just too much noise during black Friday in your industry, or if the product just isn't speaking the right language to, to the customer that the messaging isn't, isn't on. It could be that like any other piece of the funnel was broken, and you just didn't realize it. Like, there's a lot of different variables. If it's not something that's proven out yet, but if it's something that you feel confident in the product that you have, and the market is something that they, they want, or if there's other competitors in your industry that are doing well, and you feel like you know you do it better, you do it a little bit differently. It's a great way to kind of get it out there in a, a way where people are in that mentality. But at the same time, you could also have a launch special three months from now or. A month from now, um, and to kind of still use that same mentality without having to go up against Black Friday.
2: Yeah, I think the argument against, really, to me, uh, for me is that it could be a very expensive test. Right? Yeah, I a mean, great point. Yeah, you're going to have it's going to be more expensive to market in general. You're probably going to set set aside a, a healthier budget because it's a a launch, and then you're going into like I said, a set of season that's just more expensive. So you're running all these tests in the midst of everything else going on, and it just could be a very expensive mistake, right? Yeah.
0: One thing that may be good to clarify when we, when we talk about expensive during black Friday, we're not necessarily talking about like your cost to acquire a customer because those costs are typically really good. It's the actual cost that Facebook is charging just because the competition is so high, which is being compensated for by the amount of people that are buying. So like, you know, clicks may be a little bit more expensive, but the clicks are converting at a higher rate typically in a, in a good offer. So that's something that that maybe good to clarify.
2: Yeah, yeah, for sure and we should talk more about that, especially when we when we talk about scale and just spending money on Facebook. So, again, if you if you have questions about that, that episode should be available as well. So, I'm going to take one more look through here and just see if there's any other questions that we should hit and if we didn't get to a question that you had we will have comments enabled in the show notes. So definitely ask us a question there. We'll post about this on our Instagram account. Um, you can ask us a question there and we'll get back to you. But we are happy to answer questions. Marketing is my nemesis. How do I win against it? That's one of our questions. I don't even know where to start with that.
0: It's a, I mean, it's a big nemesis, but one that is uh, kind of important if you're going to be successful. I mean, at some point, you just kind of start start battling it and trying. I mean, I think that with anything in marketing, no matter how experienced you are, there's going to be a trial and error aspect to it. There's going to be a aspect of, Hey, let's see if this works and you're going to have some winners and some losers and you just got to kind of go for it. And you know, that's something that we tell all our clients, you know, we've been doing this a long time. We have a lot of experience under our belt between everyone on our team, but there's always going to be an element of Like, hey, we're going to try this and see what the data tells us. And if it works, great. And if not, then, you know, go back to the the drawing board and try something different. I think that, you know, especially for a perfectionist, that's going to be a little bit harder to hear and and deal with on a daily basis. But, you know, that's the best way to do it.
2: Yeah. So the only other question that I see that might be worthwhile covering real quick is just the best way to create great hype generating a sale without reinforcing the idea that people should only shop that weekend I just don't think that this is much of a concern for most businesses. Yeah, if it's October and somebody knows you're going to be running a a Black Friday sale, they might hold out purchasing until the following month. But if it's July and that person needs that product, chances of them holding out until a Black Friday sale, especially if you offer some other sales throughout the year, probably slim. Definitely. And one other consideration for that is gaining new customers
0: is not just about the money in your pocket. Like whenever you have a big surge of new eyeballs, especially new people that are actually purchasing and experience your products or services, people talk, people like, oh, where'd you get that? So like, I think that that's a huge opportunity that you have to think about as well is that even if a huge percentage of your people and a huge percentage of your sales happens during Black Friday, that's only going to help you gain momentum going into the holidays or the new year or, or whatever, because you're gaining new customers, you know, you can, you can follow up with them, getting them to review your products or incentivizing them to add, you know, add a review on your, on your website or whatever it is. I think that there's a huge opportunities there that a lot that you need to make sure you're taking advantage of. If you're really that worried about people only purchasing in Black Friday, if you have the historical data that people only purchase on Black Friday, then I think that you have some other Things that you could be doing to maximize that, that could start to offset that a ton. You really have to look at that as like anytime you're getting a new customer as an experience to you know, use that customer's network or you know, get that customer to start talking about it, giving them the best experience possible, making sure that if you're shipping the product, it ships out on time and, and all of that.
2: Yeah, and I think that goes back to maybe why it's rough to test a new product yeah. on black friday i mean it, and it, it could be a great problem to have you know dealing with inventory maybe you sell out of inventory way more quickly than you thought and then you have a bunch of people who want to buy that can't buy that could be you know be even a logistics issue like how am i going to send out all this stuff on time if you're not using drop shipping or, or whatever but then also you know if you were launching a new digital product let's say and there's there's just some flaws with the product itself. So the marketing is great, the message is great, so you have a great sale, but then the product maybe falls short in certain ways and that's what people are talking about. And so it makes it harder to launch the next time. Yeah. So, all right, well, I think that wraps up the... Black Friday topic here. Again, if you have any questions for any of us, feel free to go to our Instagram, find the post where we share about this episode and, and comment there, or go to the show notes on our website at till.agency. You can leave a comment there and we will get back to you with an answer.